Welcome to episode 41 of Vicious Talk with Benny P. Today's episode features Connor Larson and I offering daily fantasy football advice for the NFL's week five. Thank you for listening today. We've both been doing pretty well in our week to week daily fantasy picks. So for anybody looking for daily fantasy advice, uh, or maybe you need some help with start sit decisions in your fantasy rosters uh, on some of the players we discuss. So this podcast is going to be for you guys. So we have some great handicaps in here. Please be sure to check out allthingsanalysis.com to see ATA's newest updated NFL power rankings, as well as our rest of season player rankings too. Uh, we have some great sortable tables on the website, so you could see how Connor, Garrett, and I currently see the NFL landscape after the quarter season mark. So now, Connor and I talking Week 5 Daily Fantasy Football. Alright, Connor, let's t- can we talk about da- Daily Fantasy? Absolutely, man. One of my favorite things to talk about. All right, buddy. Daily fantasy lineups. Tell me who won our who won our matchup last week. Do you remember? Uh, matchup last week. That's a fair question. Let's see. My recents. And remind me who you submitted. Had oh, I had Mullins. That was a terrible pick. <laughs> I had Nick Mullins, Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs, Alan Robinson, DJ Moore, Bart. Valdez Scanling, Ertz. I think it did terrible. Russell Gage and the Bears. I think I think it did terrible. See how I did. You got the win. Hands up. I you did. got the win. I, a, I put him at one thirty-seven. Oh, Murray, Alvin Kamara, Ronald Jones, Keenan Allen, Landry, Renfro, Darren Waller, David Johnson. So all these guys were in double digits, which was great for me. Um, we didn't have one of those huge Kamara weeks. He was just fine, but we were in the money, which was important if you played my lineup. So. Good on you there if you're listening to our advice. And this week, we're going to give you some even better advice. So, Ben, I did tie you up, though. That means we're sitting at 2-2 two and two on the season. I like it. So, it's, it's been competitive so far. We've both been uh, – each of our winning lineups each week has been in the money. And I think one or two of our lineups has also been in the money. So, if you're playing either of our lineups, I, five out of eight times, you're in the money. So, you're, you're statistically significant in terms of winning money if you're going with an ATA roster in a cash game. Yeah, that's all you could ask for. I mean, we're doing pretty well in these daily fantasies. So, Ben, g- give, me, uh, give me a little walkthrough in terms of who are the guys you're targeting at the different positions in DFS this week. Let's talk about this. So, quarterbacks. We'll talk about some bargains, and we'll talk about some of the top guys you target. Obviously, got some quarterbacks that you got your Lamar Jacksons, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilsons. Um, if the Buffalo Bills play, uh, I doubt, it doesn't look like they're going to. But um, you can't go wrong on any of those guys. No. And I, I also really like Kyler against the Jets this week, and I think Deshaun Watson is an option possibly. Uh, I think there's a, it's, I, I see a version of this game going. Um, where Deshaun Watson kind of gets a, a breath of fresh air without Bill O'Brien as his head coach and, and just kind of gets unleashed a little bit for a good game. But I also think it's a high, it's a high risk taking Deshaun we, we Watson in this. Watson run more before I want to start putting him in my DFS, DFS lineups. Mm-hmm. I, that was one of his biggest skill sets coming into the league. And this year he hasn't really done that at all. And that's capped his value. Yeah. And uh, those are some of the top guys, and they're pretty obvious, I think. Um, you I think like as uh, values at quarterback. Yeah, so the bargains, the, the values, the best the, – these are the guys that I'm targeting in, in the quarterback position because I think that quarterback is a, is a spot in daily fantasy that you could get some value and save some money for 
um, putting it, investing it in, in other positions. Um, I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater this week. Um, costing just $5,900 in DraftKings lineups right now. Uh, he's got a good matchup against Atlanta. I think it's going to, it should be a high scoring game. I think Atlanta's offense is, is pretty good. Um, and Carolina's been stretching the field looking solid without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, something that I was going to be observing after the injury to McCaffrey. I thought that was going to be a, a more significant to their offense. And it just goes to show, man, the running backs in this league are almost always replaceable. Almost. I mean, in the right situations. Mike I mean, Davis stepping in and doing some, some great work for Carolina. Mike Davis is getting a ton of volume. He's certainly not been as effective as Christian McCaffrey. Oh, and by no means. I'm just saying. Well, we've seen the Panthers transition more to a passing game without McCaffrey. And so I think this is also a fantastic pick. And that's why I put Bridgewater in my lineup too. So Ben, we're, we're on the same wavelength. One for one, Connor and Ben recommending Teddy Bridgewater. Ben, we're talking about a quarterback. We like to stack him with a wide receiver. Um, this might be a situation where it's more difficult than the norm because we have Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel there. Are you uh-huh. playing any one of them in your lineups? Yeah, we both got uh, Robbie Anderson, right, in our lineup, wide yeah. receiver. I, I like Robbie Anderson at five five point nine thousand. Same same Bridgewater. I think Robbie Anderson is a potential wide receiver one this week. He's already putting up stats like that this year. Um, wide receiver thirteen on the season. Yeah. It, he's looking. He's looked good this year. The touchdowns are there for him. I, I think that he's got a role in this offense. He stretches the field very well. He's joining. He's with Matt Rule again, who he played with in college. So yeah. it's not shocking to see him become the number one target on that team. Robbie Anderson is extremely athletic. He's actually pretty tall. He's over six feet, which a lot of people don't realize because that's uh, more rare for a field stretcher. And this guy's. He, he had really good years on the Jets, and that's hard to do because of the Jets. So, yeah, give me some Robbie Anderson. Yeah. All right, running backs. Who are some of the top guys you're targeting at running back this week in the, in the Daily Fantasy? Well, the, the top guys are going to be the same. It, it's, it's some more Kamara. Give me Dalvin. You know, give me Zeke, the guys who consistently get the volume. Um, but for me, the best – Top guy and value, which is rare to find both, I think is Kareem Hunt. He's a little bit more expensive than some of our value picks, but he's also a lot less expensive than the top guys, the Camaros who are coming in in the $9,000 range. So he's, to me, a top five running back at only 6,500. So I think he's almost... I would agree with that if they were... I would agree with that if they weren't facing Indianapolis this week. That's a tough matchup for me. I think he's a top maybe eight running back this week. Um, I just think Indianapolis's rushing defense is going to prove difficult for him to get in the rhythm, but he'll get involved in the passing game. So I'm not worried about him from a fantasy perspective. And do I just don't, yeah, I don't know that. I think he's priced right this week at 6,500. I think at the right price. I don't think you're, I don't think there's as much meat on the bone from a value sense. If I had to, if I had to take a guess for fans for daily fantasy this week. Yeah, it's interesting. So I was just checking where Kareem Hunt was ranked in terms of the price. He's actually the ninth highest price running back. So if you're saying he's going to be around top eight, you're exactly right on point that he is right about price right. But to me, I, I see more as a top five guy. So there's a little bit of variance between our projections for him. So for me, that's why he's more of a value. Um, another guy I love is uh, Antonio Gibson coming in at only 5,000. Um, Antonio Gibson has 
received high praise from Ron Rivera. They're now switching to Kyle Allen, and Kyle Allen's middle name is Dump Off. I mean, this guy loves <laughs> to drop it off to the running back. We saw how much he he loved to just toss it off to Christian McCaffrey last year, and what quarterback wouldn't? Yeah. But Antonio Gibson has drawn comparisons to McCaffrey from Ron Rivera himself, and so if that's the case in Kyle Allen's quarterback, I see Antonio Gibson gonna, is he's going to catch a ton of passes and run wild in this game. Yeah, I like that. I like I like Gibson this week. Also, gave me a little bit of Mike Davis at six point four thousand. Kenyon Drake possibly at a decent value at five point seven thousand. Uh, and Justin Jackson, I like uh, for at least maybe 17, 18 opportunities to touch the football this week. And he's he's costing uh, daily fantasy owners just 4,300 bucks this week. So I think uh, some of those guys could be some decent values. Uh, in our personal lineups, I have uh, Kamara for 8,200 and Antonio Gibson, like you said, at 5,000. Who do you have in your lineup? Yeah, I'm going with Kareem Hunt and Antonio Gibson. So I think this week, Ben, we... So every week we set our lineup separately. So the fact that we're coming up with a lot of the uh, same players means you guys should probably really see this trend <laughs> and put them in your lineups because Antonio Gibson and Kareem Hunt, I, I love this week. All right, wide receivers. Who are the top guys we're looking at this week? We're talking about DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Tyler Thomas, Thomas if he plays, Ridley. Calvin Ridley, Tyreek Hill, Mark Cooper, DK Metcalf. Who are some guys at the top echelon of these wide receiver groups that you're, that you're considering this week? Yeah, so a guy that we talked about before was Robbie Anderson. So he's locked into my lineup. That leaves me two more spots. Um, Because I didn't really spend up over 7,000 in any position yet, that allows me to go ahead and get Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill actually comes under that $7,000 threshold. He's only 6,900. Tyreek Hill hasn't gone over 100 yards in a game, but he's gotten a touchdown in every single game. Mm-hmm. And we know that Tyreek Hill has the burners to break off a couple long plays. So if there's any guy in this league that could easily surpass 100 yards, and the fact that he's already getting used in the red zone, give me some Tyreek Hill for a high potential player. I like that one. I like Tyreek. Um, I went with Adam Thielen for the Minnesota Vikings price at 7K. And I really like Thielen this week because there's going to be a lot of air yards thrown in this Minnesota Seattle game. I, I ended up picking two receivers out of it and one from each side. I picked the wide receiver one from Minnesota and Seattle, Adam Thielen and Tyler Lockett, 7,600 for Tyler Lockett. I like them both. I think this is a high scoring game. I think Sunday night football is going to be a good one this week uh, in Minnesota, in, between Minnesota and Seattle. And if you're making a couple of different lineups and you want to lessen your exposure to the number one guys and maybe pivot thinking this is going to be a high scoring game, we absolutely advocate going for DK Metcalf or Justin Jefferson too. This is going to be a high scoring game and multiple players are going to have very strong outputs. Definitely. Good thing to note. You can find value in this game. I think there's going to be a lot of fantasy points between Minnesota and Seattle and their offenses. So I got, I got Thielen Lockett and Robbie Anderson. You got Robbie Anderson. um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is actually Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. Uh, Devontae Parker has slowly heated up throughout the season. He's been dealing with the hammy. It seems he finally shook that loose last game and went 10 for 120. He's a guy who's seen increasing volume. His catch rate has been fantastic. He's clearly the number one target for Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I like to see Devontae Parker to continue that trend. He's going to soak up a ton of targets, and I'm hoping he gets a little bit healthier every week and can stretch the field a little bit more. Uh, He's already a red zone threat, so maybe he, he falls into the end zone here as well. Yeah, I think Devontae is a decent uh, value at 5,900. I just don't love the matchup against San Francisco. 
So uh, I think he's priced right around the right the right value at fifty nine hundred. But I, I think there's some meat left on the bone there that I don't hate that pick. Yeah, he's not typically known as a field stretcher. Um, he's more of the DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen possession type of guy, the ten to twenty yard down the field type of player. And if we're worried about a pass rush from San Francisco, uh, it's probably not going to be the deep ball that gets thrown. It's going to be those 10-yard, 12-yard chunk plays. And I think a lot of those are going to end up with Parker. Um, Some values at the wide receiver position. We both like T. Higgins, um, possibly Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh as well. I like Um, Deontay. He's coming off an injury. So I don't think a lot of people will be on him. He's kind of a name that got lost in the back of our minds, right? But he's going to be back this week. He he was seeing a ton of targets from Roethlisberger. Honestly, you forgot about the Steelers in general just because they were off for a week. Um, Yeah. For no fault of their own, but other teams that they were playing against were dealing with COVID. So, yeah, I can see the Steelers having a really nice bounce back game. And I think they're going to be playing hungry. The fact that they have a bye week, they're going to be well rested. Um, and they're going to come into it looking well. I, I like Deontay Johnson there as a value. Who'd you pick at tight end? Uh, so this is the position I spent up at. Tight end it has been an area where there, we've seen a lot of flux where, you know, guys like Mark Andrews have had killer weeks, but they didn't, he's also disappeared in weeks. And I just want to lock down a guy I can trust here, and I'm going with George Kittle. George Kittle is only 6600 so he's actually less priced than some of those um, top wide receivers we discussed. At 6600 I think Kittle's an awesome value. He's a guy who's going to get, uh, I think, cl- uh, double-digit targets or, or close to it if he doesn't get there. Um, and to get that out of the tight end position is awesome. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I'm, and really, at tight end, there's two guys that are just so much better than the rest of them, and Kelsey and Kittle. And I think that if you're going to spend up at a position, this is one to seriously consider at. And if you don't, you look at, you're looking at guys that who would like the guy that I pick Hunter Henry for just 4,300 this weekend. I ended up going with Henry because really the value was just too, too tasty to pass up for me. I mean, the guy's priced around him. Let me tell you the guy's priced below and above him. Eric Ebron at 4,000. Do you like how much, how much do you look more? Do you like Hunter Henry than Eric Ebron? For me, oh, it's a lot. A lot more than 3,000. I mean, 300. Exactly, yes, 300. Um, Austin Hooper at 4,100. Mo Alley Cox at 4,200. Evan Ingram, 4,600. Not terrible, not a, a, not a bad value. I just think Hunter Henry is probably better than Evan Ingram right now. He's cheaper. Um, Ingram's getting the targets. We haven't seen the production come for him, but he's playing the Cowboys this week. So I think that game is going to have a ton of volume and, and possible yeah. for the Giants finally. Ingram could be a good play. So that's the first one that I thought maybe you go with Ingram over Henry, but all these other ones I'm listing, even Hayden Hurst, I still go Hunter Henry and Jared Cook. I still go Hunter Henry, both priced out at 4,700. And then you got Dalton Schultz at 4,800. Maybe I go Dalton Schultz over Hunter yeah, Henry. Match up there. The Giants are horrible. It's a $500 difference. I don't think it's a $500 difference. Yeah, it's between... not worth it there. If you're going to go Schultz, might as well go Henry for five exactly. less and spend up somewhere else. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually exactly what I'm doing. I had Dalton Schultz in there and I was like, well, Hunter Henry's $500 cheaper. I'm going to go with Hunter Henry. So that's a great choice. I like him. I like him at 4,300. That's a great value this week. Who do you have in your flex? Um, so this is a guy we talked about. I have T. Higgins there. He's one of the wide receivers that we think is going to have a ton of volume for Cincinnati. We know that that offense is passing a lot, and they're playing the Ravens. I think the Ravens put up a lot of points, too. Yeah, I like T. Higgins. I think he's going to get more and more involved in the offense. I think A.J. Green's getting weaned out there. and Burrow's going to keep slinging the ball. So 
I like that pick. Justin Jackson is who I went with um, at the at the flex position, the running back for the Chargers. Austin Eckler out with the hamstring injury, that loss for the Chargers. I know Joshua Kelly is going to have a boost and be probably thrust into the lead back position. But I honestly think Justin Jackson, um, from a fantasy perspective, goes from irrelevant to extremely relevant in in in, in an instant. Uh, he's likely to get at least 18 opportunities, I would say, between rushes and, and catches this week. Um, and, and if you give me 18 touches, uh, I'm telling you that at, at $4,300, it's a good fantasy flex play at, at, at that position in daily fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't matter the player at that point when you're getting that much volume. All right. And then we both ended up, ended up just going with the Dolphins on defense against San Francisco 49ers. I, I mean, there's not much to say besides I think that you could do worse than the Dolphins this week. I think that San Francisco is still finding their identity a little bit on offense. A lot of guys uh, coming off of injury. So. Yeah, Miami just priced out a really cheap price at 2400 So if you if you need just a few points out of your defense, Dolphins should should stay in the positive, I would say. Yeah, the, the Dolphins have uh, had positive points every week so far, and they've also had a sack and a turnover in every week so far. Um, so it's a really positive trend to see. They've yeah. played some difficult opponents. They've played New England, Buffalo, and Seattle. So the fact that they've had positive points every single week in DraftKings and have had those um, defensive intangibles going on. Um, Brian Flores was previously a defensive coordinator. So, yeah, give me the Dolphins. I like it. All right, that's a wrap for the Daily Fantasy Football Podcast for the NFL's Week 5 games. Thank you so much for listening to Vicious Talk with Benny P. Thanks to Connor. Please also be sure to listen to the next episode of our podcast. Connor and I talked winners and losers over the last week of the NFL. We talked our all-things analysis power rankings, some buy and sell, even a little bit of the vice presidential debate last week. So please give that a listen. We had some great discussions in that one. Follow Vicious Talk on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Please be sure to uh, visit All Things Analysis to check out our newest NFL power rankings and rest of season player rankings to help you out with your fantasy and gambling purposes. Follow All Things Analysis on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on the website at allthingsanalysis.com. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Remember to ask yourself at the end of the day, are you vicious? Vicious.